We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and here's my impression of a reality TV star explaining Progressive's discounts. So I was talking to Greg, and he said that Daly knew what Erica said about her when we were all on Marcus's boat, and I was like, you what? Wait for a seer drama because Progressive totes his discounts like Safe Driver, Multipolicy, and Paid in Full. So it's not like he said, she said, shut up, whatever. So basic, you know? Discounts to help you save more. Now that's Progressive. But then he was all, no way, Jose, because his name's Jose. Legit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. He should. Be, he's in that Mares De Bruyne range, talent-wise or upside-wise. It's amazing that he's on West Ham, isn't it? It really is. It really is. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by RotoWire.com premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, EFS lineup optimizers, and more, head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. 
And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We are going to be previewing Game Week 22. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb. Along with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. And Andrew, big news uh, just from the soccer world as far as transfers are concerned, because we are in that transfer window. Uh, let's just start off right with it. Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid uh, transfer bans. They can still make transfers this window but no more for 18 months afterwards. Your it's, thoughts? Yeah, it's crushing for everyone who wants to get paid, meaning all the big players, because you always say, well, Madrid's interested, and that always brings the price up a little bit. Do you think everybody at Manchester United is like thrilled because they think those upper-level players are like, well, if I can't go to Madrid, then I'll just go to, to Man U? No, I'll... Manchester United should be jumping for joy because Edison Cavani is causing all sorts of trouble at PSG. That's who they should be jumping for joy about because he desperately wants out. Laurent Blanc is not going to let him just be the center forward of choice. And that looks like it's going to be time to cash in. I'm not sure he wants to go to United. I don't think I think United will be the only one that will want to pay him. That's possible. That's certainly possible. So, uh, is there uh, no idea that since Latan is leaving, that he would just take over at that point? Laurent Blanc is not ready to concede that. Yeah, is, my, is the impression that I'm getting. There's a lot of little transfer bits, uh, you know, because especially because Eden Hazard, one of the rumored places, was going to be Real Madrid. So mm-hmm. they. <laughs> mm-hmm. If there's ever a time to go after him, now would be it for yeah. Real Madrid. Yep. Um, because they may not get him if they let the summer go. Well, they're going to have to let the summer go by. But it, it, it could be too late by the time that they get their transfer ban lifted. So. Where's he, where else would he go? PSG. PSG, okay. PSG want him badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems it, like somebody who should be on a French team. He was. Yeah. For a time. He was I know, that made sense. <laughs> but it was... It's one of those things, these two, especially because it's those two clubs. Uh, Does it? If I think the, the reactions would all be the same if uh, Atletico was not involved. They're not. Well, they're well, not really a big well, transfer. What do you think it says about La Liga in general? Now, all the all the top three within the past three years would have had transfer bans put on them. I think they're the reason for the bans, which is like signing underage kids. Uh, maybe it's because I don't understand the market enough, but I feel like there are many worse things that go on in soccer. And so I, I, I don't think anybody like looks negatively upon those three clubs because of it. But my, I guess my point here is, you know, the, those three teams are so much better than the rest of that league. And do you feel that it has something to do with the way they conduct their business. I think a lot, well, a lot of it is money and specifically the TV contract that they have that just overwhelmingly uh, improves their own bottom lines against the other clubs. Like they essentially get a higher percentage of the, of the league broadcasting fees, which, you know, ultimately that's who's like, people are tuning in to watch those three clubs. I mean, Valencia has been pretty good. Villarreal has been pretty good. Obviously for not like a, for like a year at a time. Yeah. Malaga was good for a year. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, and 
you know, it, at least there are three dominant teams instead of just one. That's kind of how I'm starting to look at it. All right, too much real life. Let's get back to the, the FPL, Sorry, the FPL yeah. impacts of this. Uh, I mean, Chelsea have been Chelsea have wanted everyone from Atletico Madrid, and mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid have wanted a couple guys from uh, from Chelsea. But do you think that this will spur more action in this January window? The new that could, because they can still conduct business for transfers in this window. Do you feel that this puts the pressure on those two clubs to make their deals? I mean, it has to, right? I mean, they if they ultimately can't participate in the next three windows, which includes two summer windows, which are much more important than the than the uh, January one, then yeah, they have to start doing stuff now. You you have to wonder whether they, for f- financial fair play, can kind of splash this cash and not necessarily sell anybody. Like Madrid can't bring in Hazard and then keep everybody else and think that they can get by with that. Yeah, but it, it, they could they can sanction the sale of a guy like Tony Cruz who they don't even use. Yeah, and, and, and there's rumors that they, that people are interested at 40 million pounds. Wow, that's ridiculous. For Cruz, which is a ridiculous price. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of those things where they they could make the money back. Uh, but they it, have to make sure that they get the guys in, I guess is yeah, they, they yeah, have to make sure the deals are that, happening, and those are yeah. All... yeah well, that, that's how you always conduct the business. You get the guys first, then you make the sale. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. I, the there are only a handful of players that these teams really go after. He's obviously one of them, Hazard. But, um, well, Diego Costa is one that runs to mind for Atletico. Good back to Atletico. Um, I guess, but I guess, I don't know. I feel like they're much better off standing pat with. Although Jackson Martinez has been awful, but. He at least seems like he wants to get better, and they obviously have to hold on to Griezmann at this point. Well, here's the thing: there takes two to tango. There, would Griezmann be okay with that? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where you may have players now, like, nope, get me out now. I don't, I don't want to commit 18 more months to this club. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is that they're still going to be the dominant. Like, well, and also because Diego Simeone may or may not be that manager yep. in 18 months. Yep. Uh, I, 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 there's a lot that could go sideways for. I mean, for Real Madrid, they'll be okay. Yes. Today, but for for Barcelona, Atleti- prove you can be just fine if you're at the top of La Liga and get yeah. a transfer I mean, ban. But but Atletico is the one that I'm really, uh, I'm worried about it. Because that because that whole organization can can go sideways now. I guess I think they, I think they're still strong enough to finish third and get their Champions League spot and all of that. I don't think they're going to be like this drastic fall just because they can't bring in somebody on the Jackson Martinez list, you know, level as opposed to the guys that they can't get like Ed Hazard. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get back to the Premier League, though. Uh, so we have a full game slate back on the normal weekend time and a little bit of Monday. Uh, that midweek action, it was sure exciting, though, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a lot of great stuff. Uh, Especially on Wednesday, that Wednesday slate. I was going to say, yeah. Could not take your eyes off it. The, I mean, the only name that keeps coming to my mind is Jermaine Defoe, which is nuts. <laughs> well, that's the first game of uh, this weekend here. Uh, Jermaine yeah. Defoe, Jermaine Lenz. Uh, they go, and, uh, actually, and a uh, new signee, Dominic Enjoy. Who, yeah or may not be getting into action soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they travel to White Hart Lane to take on 
an ice cold Spurs after that terrible performance against Leicester. Uh, they went from contender to pretender pretty quickly uh, with that Robert Huth goal late. Uh, but Spurs at home, is this a game where they, you know, just take out their frustrations on Sunderland? Or... I think so. No, I think that's exactly what happens. Okay. I, 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 no one ever doubted the fact that Spurs would likely score against Sunderland, but Sunderland cannot stop scoring right now. Yeah, specifically Jermaine Defoe. No, I think... The we're gonna go with the ultimate revenge game here with Defoe. Oh, no, no, don't say um, it. stop. But no, I think I think this is gonna be Spurs absolutely slaughtering them, just to show that they're they're not falling back just because of this late loss to Leicester. Yeah, I mean I, it's it's not crazy that like the fourth team in the table loses to the second in a yeah. tight game by one goal. Would you take defenders and or Loris? Well, knowing yeah. that Loris is gonna come with a very high tag. Uh, yeah, I would definitely consider them. Okay. I, I'm but, not. I'm not convinced this Spurs breakout can can keep going, yeah. at least at White Hart Lane. All right. Would you take anyone not uh, on the attacking side, not named Deli Ali or Harry Kane? I would. For it depends on the format, but I think Eric Lamella can definitely get some attention. Um, I I'm not ready to pay up for Christian Eriksen if that's ultimately where the question is going. But I think well, Lamella is definitely. Uh, son, son would be the one I was thinking no. of. No, I would put Lamella well ahead of him. Mm. All right. Uh, well, I mean, th- there's really not much. Uh, wait, Patrick Van Onholt, would this be a game? You know, let's say DraftKings scoring, would you use him? I would desperately try to find other options. I don't think he's. I don't think the the goal that he got for, um, in the midweek is not is repeatable. repeatable. No. No, not repeatable, and he'll be likely going up against you know Kyle Walker, Ben Davies, both of whom can keep up with him. Correct. Especially Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker is actually faster than him, so uh, he's not going to be breezing by him anytime soon. Uh, but for Sunderland, uh, just when you think that they're the worst, they're like <laughs> the second worst. Yes. So hopefully they're second worst in this game for Spurs fans, but let's move on to our next game of the weekend, which is Burnmouth at home at the vitality uh, playing, uh, playing against Norwich here. I have no clue which side has the advantage here as of their recent play. Cause Norwich have even shown spurts of, uh, of being a belonging in the Premier league recently. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little more favorable on the Burnmouth side just because the, the pieces that they brought in are very good. And, I think you'll be able to get them acclimated pretty quickly. The one that we were talking about last week was Juani Turbe, who I think might even get the start because Matt Ritchie's bank or he was taken off uh, on Tuesday with dead leg. I don't have a clue how long something like that takes to recover from, but it doesn't sound like a comfortable thing to deal with. So if he Turbe gets the start, I mean, you're talking about him, Benicophobi, Looked really. A phobie could have had at least two goals in that game, um, and I don't know if it was. I mean, that happens all the time, I guess. Guys could have had two goals and have none, but he looked really good leading that attack, and so I think the two of them could definitely um, do some damage against Norwich. Whereas I don't feel like we're seeing anything from Norwich that can consistently be considered, you know, worthy of fantasy consideration. Yeah. Uh... I think I have a decent amount of representation when we do our daily dose a little bit later. Uh, so I'll respectfully disagree. I, okay. think that there's, I think that there's value on both sides. You're, you're game. assuming that Redmond gets the start after he didn't start the midweek. Yes. Okay. Damn it. 
you picked that one out pretty quickly. Well, you have uh, them every week. I do have them a lot. <laughs> That's why he doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, not only not only him, but Robbie Brady could actually get some crosses in this week. Um, he hasn't been doing that as much recently, but uh, you know, if you have if you count crosses, that would be a good one. Junior Stanislaus may be a good value here on the Burma side. Uh, you may be looking yes. at like an Adam Smith or a Simon Francis. Well, Simon Francis is still playing inside, but yeah, I, I definitely like the the defensive options there. Yeah. But the would you take either goalkeeper? I would consider Boric. In fact, when I was building my lineup here uh, earlier, I had Boric mm. as my goalkeeper. Yeah. And but decided, I, I just you decided against them. I'm going to spoil that for everybody. Um, I had was... money left over. Yeah, so I okay. kicked him his curb. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just it, it, that game. I have. I mean, final score wise, this has nothing, nothing written all over it, or it has like five four. I don't think much in the middle. Okay, I'm going to disagree. I think it's going to be like a two nothing Burnmouth win. Yeah. I think they have some good attacking pieces. It's just a matter of whether they can convert, yeah. which is different than not having those attacking pieces at all and just hoping something happens, which is what I think. That's what I see when I look at Norwich. Yeah, speaking of the team that's just hoping something happens is Chelsea at home against Everton. Something will likely happen. Uh, I just don't know if it's anything good for Chelsea. Uh, speaking <laughs> of speaking of revenge games. <laughs> that's me sighing in frustration. Do you think uh, he even has like Chelsea gear? Who? Big Rom. No. No? Like he never even got like a sweatshirt? Or a jumper, sure, they probably sure, call it there. Sure, he got him. <laughs> I'm sure he wears his West Brom stuff more than he wears his Chelsea stuff. Though, <laughs> probably, too. probably. My, He's excellent for West Brom. You're right. It brings me to this question. First of all, anyone who says Chelsea got a good point ever for the rest of the season <laughs> should just stop. <laughs> Secondly, how do you give up two goals to West Brom? Thirdly, how do you only score two goals if you give up two goals to West Brom? Because that presumes that they're moving forward. This team is the same team under Jose Mourinho. It it really is the same team. They don't look any different to me. I mean, yes, they run a little faster occasionally. But overall, they're just not very good. They are one of only three unbeaten teams in the last four. But yet they have not managed a back-to-back win all season. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like the nuts part of that. They just cannot get out of their own way is the way that I see this team, which means in fantasy Premier League terms that you just absolutely cannot use their defense. Cannot. Goalie. They had back-to-back clean sheets coming into the West Brom game. But But you can't predict it is my point. And they're so expensive. You need something more more stable than them. Yeah, I'll give you that part. And against this opponent who can score all sorts of ways. Yeah. So, if they choose to score at all, which is also very frustrating from the Everton side. Mm-hmm. How that city, Man City-Everton game managed to be nil-nil, I'll never know. Incredible. And from the Everton side, I mean, who would you trust more, Costa or, uh, or Lukaku? Lukaku. And that's my point again for the Chelsea defense again. Yeah. Uh, and the Chelsea defense, you know, for, I mean, I can't remember the last time, if it's ever happened, that Ivanovic assisted to Azpilicueta. Uh, assisted sure. to Azpilicueta? 
I think right. he only has one goal in his career. So two, he has two. two. Oh, okay. So it's not, I mean, it's but, not like he's got fifty goals one, under. Or just one fullback to be the other fullback. So I mean, the fullbacks, uh, the amount of offensive production you're gonna you're getting out of them this year is min, is minimal. Center backs is none, which is rare for Chelsea, by the way. Yeah, it is. Well, Zuma um, has a goal, doesn't he? So does Terry. Yeah. They they have Uggle. My point yeah. is, that if this was a team that one time almost had Ivanovic scoring 10 goals or yeah. no, sorry. I almost said Terry, Terry had six or seven goals in a season once. Yeah. Uh, and which is crazy, but your midfielders outside of Willian are not consistent or non-existent. And Diego Costa is just maddening to watch. How would you rank the midfielders after Willian? None. If Pedro counts as midfielder, I guess one. Yeah, I would put, yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't use any of them. Okay. As someone who used Oscar last weekend against you in our challenge that yeah. I won by 0. 0.5, 1.5. 1.5. Yeah. Even, the, though I got, even though I got robbed on, a, on an assist. He, he, um, he's one of the most frustrating players fantasy-wise, and probably Chelsea, although I don't even care that from that side. But it's just amazing how good he can look and it's almost like you only recognize him or you only see his good moments because otherwise he's just invisible. I don't rec- I don't ever see him making like drastic mistakes, but he he's literally can go like matches without you even realizing he's on the field. It's like Philippe Coutinho. Which is crazy. No, Coutinho, you always know Coutinho's on the field because he's taking shots from 35 yards out. <laughs> he's never invisible. But like Oscar it's like he comes off in the 78th minute, and you were like, did he start? And yeah. then you find out that he played 78 minutes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, Ross Barkley can be like that. Yeah, on the absolutely. So, so uh, you don't have to look too far away for a comparison. Yep. Uh, would you – I mean, for me, I'm staying away from this game this weekend. Uh, totally? Totally. 100% like, staying away from it. Why don't you like Lukaku? In the past, Chelsea have – not let him score. Okay. Literally, when he, saying, was, when, he, when he was there or when he wasn't there? Both. <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you this much. When he was on loan, he never scored against Chelsea. I'll say that. <laughs> 100% guaranteed. Um, no, I mean, it's, it, Everton, okay. I, I mean, I just can't. They have I, one goal in two games. Justify, I can't justify the price. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm going to be staying away from this game altogether. Okay. And Leighton Baines not not crossing enough. Same with everyone on Chelsea not named Willian. Yeah. So it, just just not enough. Okay. I get it. Yeah. And I'll agree with you. Yeah. Uh, two teams that were also not enough last week or in the midweek: Man City at home when and Crystal Palace, who were also just not good enough last week. That's that was pathetic. The, the, the only team to lose to Aston Villa at Aston Villa this season. Yep. Yeah, it was their first win since opening weekend. That's yeah. how long it had been. And it's their it's first Jan- home win of the season. <laughs> it's January 14th. First home win of the season. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Palace haven't scored in weeks. And yeah. I'm not quite yeah. sure what turns like, it around. It's you, 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 Do you know but, what it is? They practice so well, right? But they, they 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 train so hard in training. But you know, if only they had some talent in the front line. Oh man, what they would do with some talent. Uh, bitterness <sighs> is so great. Um, the 
the problem is I, I think they're the only way they score in this match is a Dimichelis foul in the box. And Kabai sends it in. I just there's so little in the attack that I just don't know what happens. They started Bakari Sacco up front last week, and that I've never like that hasn't worked yet. But they keep going back to it because Connor Wickham can't stay healthy. You know, Wickham, you know who Connor Wickham is? Shane Andy, Long without the scoring talent. Yeah, I was going to say Andy Carroll without the goals. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, it's uh, it's ugly, and I don't know how they how they do anything against Man City. I think they're going to pack it in. I think they're going to just try to get another nil nil, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe hit on the counterattack, which they're very good at doing. You know that's when that's when the likes of you know Bakary Sako and Wilfred Saha can really do some damage. And Balassi, well, he's not healthy, but yeah. But the, the you know that that's killing them. Yeah. By the way, they're down to eighth now. Yeah, well, yeah, they're going to keep dropping. Yeah, uh, too bad. It, Man City, you have to like every single option. I agree. I mean, yeah, defense, I mean, this, this, yeah. this is a team that you can justify the price. Not yeah. saying that that's what I did, but that's a team where you can think it. I agree. I agree. Who's your top play from that one? Uh, Aguero. Over De Bruyne. Yeah, this could be a game where Aguero gets like four. Four, yeah. That's what, ugh, man. Uh, I, I know. I the, know. I'm talking myself into taking him, even though, I, I spoiler alert, I did not. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm talking myself into it right yeah. now. Yeah. Very much thinking about it. Uh, I just feel like he, I mean, he's got the highest upside of anyone in this, of anybody, right? I mean, realistically, like we're his upside the is highest like four upside goals, right? In, in DraftKings scoring, might still be De Bruyne because of how many crosses he may get. But I'm not sure he has the hat trick or four goal upside. No, he does not. And Aguero no, I guess does. You're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen that, though. Yeah, that means Aguero's going out in the third minute with a hamstring. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All oh, right. Gosh, please no. <laughs> right. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a, it's a four letter word to Jurgen Klopp, but let's go, <laughs> let's go to Newcastle who've been playing a lot better, uh, as of late and West Ham who also, well, like Dimitri Pai has been amazing. Uh, you, you gotta like Dimitri Pai and nobody else. He's the one I was going to say may have the Aguero upside. Yeah. But I don't think he really does. Yeah. Yeah. When Aldum is an interesting choice, I mean, he scored last weekend, or sorry, midweek. Yep, and they're they're and at they're at home. Which they're is at home. Yeah, his goals. Yeah, he. I'm I'm more concerned about the West Ham defense than I am about their attack. Like West Ham have been pretty good defensively, and so it, so are Manchester United. Newcastle broke them down pretty quickly. That's fair. That's fair. Um, West Ham are playing much better, and so I think they'll be able to control the game more. But I also think you'll see the introduction of a John Joe John Joe Sh- Shelby. Yeah. I bet he starts. Uh, someone may have taken him. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. the oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the this is the perfect team for him. Yeah, I think Antonio's a decent play for uh, West Ham because he's so cheap still. And he's still starting, but he's a bit goal dependent for the upside. Um, and Victor Moses is supposed to possibly be back. He's been out for a while though, so I'd be surprised if he starts. But um, 
What do you think about Enter Valencia? Uh, I like him a lot. He looked really that free kick he took was a, was I like perfect. him a lot. That's my juice in the orange guy right now. Um, uh, you know, getting getting in on that early, just mm-hmm. post that out. Uh, Newcastle not good defensively. Right, they're just not right. Uh, and the combination of you know Pae being back and Valencia just looking like he's a real player, um, the guy that Chelsea have wanted for a couple of transfer windows, Valencia. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they've wanted him for a couple windows, but hmm. uh, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a West Ham like two-one kind of deal. Uh, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah. I would even throw in a third. Hmm. It's more than I would do. All right. Uh, Southampton are at home against West Brom, and Shane Long just can't stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think – I don't even know when, if when Graziano Pelle gets fully healthy. I'm not sure if he gets the job back. Yeah, I mean, he was on the bench uh, for the midweek one, but you're right. Like, they oh, – I, I don't think they're going to take Shane Long off now. That's what I mean, yeah. I, I don't uh, I don't see Pelle having the impact that, that Long is having right now. They play much differently with – with long and it seems to be it seems to be working so the the idea that Pele would be able to break through I mean I guess they could theoretically try to play both of them together but I feel like they just get in each other's way yeah it, it, yeah they yeah I agree I, I was going to try to add on more to that but I just can't yeah uh, and for West Brom I mean James McLean just keeps you know Getting some good value from the midfield position. I was scores. I had him in one of my lineups, and I took him out at the last minute. And I, I was angrier about that than any other, like potential that I had, and then pulled out because it was just so obvious that he, you know, he'd been playing well before he got that red card. And as soon as he scored, I, oh god, I was so angry. <laughs> but he sent in a decent amount of crosses for for a guy who also has kind of a legit goal upside so yeah I like him yeah yeah it's I don't think they're gonna play this I I, to be honest didn't even see how they ended up lining up but they used Bertrand Target and Cedric last week and Target got I think it was 11 crosses and an assist yeah that was a good call by you for your team last week thanks yeah Uh, excuse me 10 crosses but he uh, he's only 2200 bucks on on DraftKings right now but I mean, if they line like line up that way again, he should be 100 percent owned. Yeah, but I'm not sure they do. Probably uh, go right back to the back four, get Tadic back in there, and yeah, that was I another one. Tadic off the bench scoring, like. Yep, everyone was really mad that Tadic didn't play, and then when Tadic came in and scored, they're like, and they had him on the bench. If yeah. there was a season long league, yeah, just just cursing. I just uh, cursing Ronald Koeman. Mm-hmm. All right, and the game that everyone will watch at 12.30 on Saturday, Aston Villa at home against Leicester. (laughs) (laughs) Leicester not playing very well. No. Uh, Aston Villa is still terrible. What do you mean? They've won every game in their last one. Jamie Vardy has... Unbelievable. I don't know what's going on there. The... Because we talked about this before, uh, we were kind of IMing when it came out that he was starting, and you made the point that I was thinking that there's no reason for Lester not to run him into the ground. Yep, because they're going to lose him anyway. Or even if they don't, this is their shot. They're not going to have a better shot next year. Correct. And, and so, I mean, they got their forty points, but you know what? Uh, the difference between 
less to, uh, between Vardy missing two months and two days is nothing. Right. It's nothing to, to, to Ranieri at this point. Exactly. They've gotten, they've gotten enough points to be safe and they're going to try to go for it in this miracle season. And if it doesn't work out, uh, he'll probably leave in January anyway. Or sorry, in the mm, summer anyway. Summer, so what's yeah. the point? However, I mean, Jamie Vardy is the one who should be upset. Yeah. The problem. Well, it sounds like Vardy keeps like fighting to play. So I'm well, not sure he needs yeah, but, but, nor, but normally you try to protect players against themselves. Not this time. What is the what are the ramifications, though? Nothing. Of well, of Real Madrid not being able to buy him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Chelsea have been sniffing around this this window, <laughs> apparently offering 30 million, which is absurd. A 100 percent absurd. This is a player who needs space and you get none of that when you play for Chelsea. No, the. I it is kind of funny, though, that we had been talking about Vardy and Mares going to Real Madrid and now they can't. Well, they can. <clears throat> well, they well, can now. Yes. And in the next two or three weeks. Right. They can. I don't know how anyone could comfortably buy Vardy given the how much he's played through and what is likely to happen. At some point, he's just going to break down. You can't have this many lingering, play through this many lingering injuries and not have it affect you at some point in a disastrous way. Yep. But he's not cup tied. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> on the Aston Villa side, can you trust he's anyone? Against, uh, can you trust anyone on Aston Villa? Uh, I will continue to. To go with Jordan Vertu because he kind of hits all the columns Check. in the stat sheet, but he checks all the boxes for yeah. DraftKings scoring. Yep. But other than that, like you're you're getting desperate if you really think that like Jordan Ayu is the answer to your GPP prayers. Yeah, very desperate. He's the only one I think that really warrants any sort of half second of thought. Yeah, uh, I mean Aston Villa did make a signing today. Did uh, they? Yeah, they did. Uh, they uh, well, I, oh, oh, sorry, they're closing in on uh, Lamine Sane from Bordeaux. Uh, oh, right, not the Sane everybody was thinking of. Nope, not Leroy. Sane. <laughs> that would be impressive. That would be impressive. But once I saw I saw the headline this morning, like Aston Villa uh, closing in on El Sane. I'm like, wait a second, yeah, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a little more specific. But no, no, they got you. That's they did that perfectly, actually. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Bordeaux defender slash defensive midfielder, I think. Yeah. But, uh, who knows? But yeah, he's a Vertu is the only one I would consider. Yeah. All right. Uh, the big one on Sunday, which is the early game at 8.05 or 9.05. I, I, they, they keep changing the times, and it, it, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> uh, and uh, Liverpool at home against Manchester United. Uh, this is a two game teams that... that came off thrilling games. <laughs> yeah. One, Ones that you know get, ended in draws, uh, that which means to me uh, they're going to get back to basics and have zero 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 zero. Yep. Uh, we I, I always love pointing this out because it only happens happens a handful of times in the season. This is one of them that more people will watch this match than the Super Bowl. Absolutely will. And it won't even be close, <clears throat> especially because it's isolated on a Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the only game on at that yep. time. Yep. Um, with that said, the uh, Mamadou Sacco Colo Torre combination is going to may... be no longer anyway. Is what? It's going to be no longer anyway. You Steve think it's going to be Cocker? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Uh, they put him on as a striker, which was fun. That was fun. And, for... and then and then he was on as a defensive midfielder, right. just constantly. His role as a defensive midfielder was to look at Jordan Henderson and say, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And then Jordan <laughs> Henderson goes, go over there. Go over there, yeah. <laughs> um, his job was to stand up front, maybe head a ball or two, then listen to barking directions. Yeah. There was a um, – I remember when, they, when he signed and Jurgen Klopp was saying that they basically needed somebody – they needed somebody who was very good at heading the ball and Cocker fit that bill. And then like 10 minutes later, they had like a, a thing pop up on my uh, Twitter feed from Liverpool. And it was like pictures from today's training session. And the first one was Cocker heading the ball. And I was like, Oh, there we go. And then he comes in as a striker and they have a corner and I'm like, Oh my God, this, this is going to happen. Isn't it? He's, <laughs> he's going to score the equalizer on a header. A very John Brooksy moment. Totally. Totally. But, not, not quite there yet. That may have been the best call I've ever had, ever, is during the World Cup uh, against oh. Ghana, and I said, "Oh, this is this is this is why they brought John Brooks in because mm-hmm. he's really good at heading the ball down in corners." Bang. And lo and behold, he heads it in. So, um, I so you don't think the combination of Sacco and Cocker, who have never played together, is enough. For it's Wayne better Rooney than Sacco to... and Torre will only play terrible together. Well, sure. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna lead with Sacco and Torre, but you're not gonna juice the Rooney orange. If I have a Sunday game available to me, absolutely, I would. Yeah. Oh, you would? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's for the Sunday slate and Sunday and Monday, if you want to combine them. Yeah, let's them. call that. Yeah, considering that Rooney is probably going to be one of the moderately priced forwards. I don't know if along... he will be. Well, I He's mean, he's been among... very expensive all season. Yeah. I... <laughs> I, I, what I'm saying is he's not going to be actually, you know, let's say him or Giroux. Who would you take? Giroux. All right. And that's, you know, you know me and playing at Stoke, yeah. but. All right. We'll, 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 we'll get, we'll get to that a little bit, but because, because we also have, I mean, because, because Arsenal and Watford and Stoke and Liverpool are all on the Sunday, Monday slate, which is a great slate. Yeah, it's a pretty good slate. Yeah. By the way, it's going to be a very tough game to pick, but let's, let's stick back to Liverpool United. Yeah. Yeah, your number one option for this game is who? Firmino. That's a that that's a knee jerk to me. <laughs> that is a knee jerk to last week. Let's. That's not, not an orange juicing. No. Did because, I use that right? No. No. Well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, me, uh, me, and uh, Kevin DeVries and uh, John Wallen were having some fun on Twitter during that game, <laughs> basically, and uh, and. We so I so I think it was Kevin saying, you know, to John, hey, look at Firmino, he did a thing, and then I go, and then he followed it with a negative thing after the first goal. Oh, the, yeah, <laughs> got a goal and then immediately took points away by oh, getting man. a yellow card. So stupid. And, and then he goes, oh, I can't wait for John Wallen to write the biography on uh, Roberto Firmino entitled "The Doer of Things," <laughs> <laughs> which was great. It was great. Not necessarily good things, not even bad things, just things. Just things he yeah. does things, not even useful things, perhaps. That's that, that sums up Roberto Firmino. He's just a doer of things, and you have no idea what they are. Yeah, um, I'm I'm in on Firmino in this game. You're alone. Uh, I'm sorry, you and John. Wall. I was gonna say John's definitely with oh, me. Yes, yes. You two like the cheese stand alone. Uh, it, <laughs> let's move on. Somehow, <laughs> somehow the two of us are standing <laughs> alone. That's right. <laughs> you like the Lone Rangers. <laughs> of the two. of the top five guys in this game, how many are from Man United? One. And Rooney. Then that's Rooney. 
Who? Uh, let I, me re- let me rephrase the question. I, I don't even know. I like, I would for the vast majority stay away from this game considering the rest of the slate. Um, that's fair, but uh, let's not ignore that this game is happening. Yeah, so, I, I, Martial has a has a. Would you put Would you put Martial or? I put him ahead of Firmino. Lingard or Herrera ahead of. Oh, Lingard! Oh, yeah, Lingard, uh, especially given his price. Yeah, probably. Would you take Lingard ahead of Henderson or Milner? Definitely ahead of Milner. Definitely ahead of Milner. Definitely. Wow. Maybe not Henderson. Definitely Milner. Milner. Um. Wow. Okay. I actually would have put Milner ahead of both of them. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Wow. I'm a Milner denier. Have been for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you have been. Uh, He's just, got. He had thirteen. He has thirteen his, DraftKings his points. Best, in, I his guess, best. A month ago. Uh, yeah, his best asset is that he can run up and down the pitch with people playing defensively. He crosses a decent amount. <sighs> for for DraftKings, maybe he has some yeah. value, but. He hasn't crossed it to anybody particularly. Well, that doesn't matter. Uh, like Jesus Navas rule. Oh, <laughs> Navas is the king of that. Yeah, right, it's, a weird, it's a weird. We got, we, we, we got to move on though. Okay. We, we we can talk about Milner later on, but uh, Stoke are at home against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, the Britannia is a tough place to play. It is. I, I I don't know if there's four raindrops or if there's a cloud or a waxing crescent moon. Uh, but... uh, it looks like a sun and a cloud, okay. which is shocking to me. Uh, we'll see what happens when it gets closer to game yeah. time. Uh, the wind may be whipping, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, intricate passing. Good luck. Yeah. You know, and you know, Arsenal could really be in trouble if it's if it's a terrible day. Uh, I'm not sure I'm not... it's that bad. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be it's going to be hard to take, let's say, multiples. What do you mean? Like, it's going to be hard for me to stack that game. I think anybody that you would consider, like, I don't think you look at anyone from Arsenal and say, I'm not going to play him because of the weather or because they're playing at Stoke. Like, I think if they were playing anybody else, like, you're still going to play Mesut Ozil or Giroud or... What's crazy about this slate? I'm looking at the DraftKings pricing. Mesut Ozil is the top price midfielder at 8,600, and Coutinho is next at 64. That's nuts. Twenty-two hundred dollar drop. That's nuts. But it's not like Manchester United spent any money on midfielders or anything. <laughs> I, um, I would rather spend the significant drop, to, even more significant drop down to Jesse Lingard. Still, guys. Um. Yeah, Shakiri sounds like he's going to miss out again. Um, do you like... Who would you even like after that? Arnautovic? Well, yeah, sure. Arnautovic is a forward, technically, but... Yeah. Uh, Arnautovic, I, I would like Bojan. If Afalai moves up, that would be, you know, to fill Shakiri's spot, I'd like him too, but he just, they just haven't been doing that. Uh, Joselu is someone who scored last week. Yeah, he did. So... So Jonathan Walters. Oh, God. Um, just another guy who I don't understand why he keeps getting jobs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yet part of me is like, well, it's perfect that he's at Stoke. But then my other side is like, but he shouldn't be at Stoke Alona. Mm. Mm. Not your best work. Uh, (laughs) 
uh, uh, no, John John Walters is just he's not good. Right, Who do you like but, more, Boyan or Joel Campbell? Joel Campbell, not close. What? Not close. Not close. Wow. Joel Joel Campbell, they're finally putting him on the pitch, mm-hmm. which is the only thing they've been doing wrong. He's got one game left. Actually, until, he, I wonder if he keeps that spot until Alexis Sanchez comes back. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. I wonder if he keeps that spot and they move Walcott back to the bench. Yeah, I think that's I much. If that's more what likely. happens. I think that's much more likely. Do you really? Mm-hmm. You think Joel Campbell keeps his spot over Walcott? Mm-hmm. Huh. Absolutely. Have you I, seen I agree them play? that I, I, I've seen them play. I think that's exactly what should happen. But anyone who's been watching Arsenal, if there's a good thing happening, there's typically two, three guys involved: Ozil, Campbell, Ramsey. And then uh, I mean, Giroud scores a lot, but I mean, he's not setting a bunch of people up, and he, and Campbell's been doing both. Yeah. So I, I I just I can't I can't see it any other way. Okay. I really can't. Okay. Uh, all right, but the last game of the weekend, Monday night, it is Swansea against Watford. Uh, it, it's the Odeon Agallo and Troy Deeney show, which has been largely absent recently. Yeah. But uh, I would say full hand to the pump there. I'm not even sure what that means. All in. <laughs> uh, okay. I may have misused it. I don't know. Okay. It's been a long day. Swansea just lo- gave up four goals at home to Sunderland, which I think is all you need to... In fairness, it was 10-man ten, ten thanks to your Kyle Naughton got cursed. Right. Um, it, it's really, it really is not a Premier League, week, Premier League weekend without me picking a guy with a red card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. And I and I'm the and I'm the one who doesn't really mind negative scoring for that because it is something that's bad. Um, so you really should get negative points for it, even though you disagree. But uh, I'm the one who gets I'm the one who suffers the most for that rule, and I still <laughs> think it's good. Fair enough. The I I don't know how you can use the uh, Swansea. I don't even want to call them attackers, but like if they were playing home against Sunderland, and you looked at that team, like who do Gilfie Sigurdsson. Thank you for that tip last week, yeah. by the way. That was great. That was a lot of people had that tip. Do you like him more than IU? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Alan Curtis? Yeah. Okay, because IU's been leading the line. I mean, we always say you want to get the midfielder who's playing as a forward. Yeah, but I do. He's the definition but, of it right now. Exactly, but he's too... I mean, for some reason, Andre Ayo has become too goal-dependent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think now it's because they're playing him. Well, especially because of the new DraftKings scoring, you can't you can't have a midfielder who's goal dependent. You just can't have it anymore Mm -hmm. because you're going to lose that too much. You're going to lose out too much on, uh, you know, crossing points from other midfielders like a Robbie Brady. I I would argue that there are some that you can take when all them is the one that immediately comes to mind. Yeah, because he can get four goals. That's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. That's not true. He can get five goals in a game. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think Wijnaldum, I, I think if you're going to pick, you can pick a goal-dependent midfielder, but he has to have multi-goal upside, and I don't, and IU just doesn't does have that. Does not. At he's least not playing for Swansea. Yeah, well, he, uh, I think, I mean, Andre Ayew is a good player. Yeah. yeah. I said at the beginning of the season, I really liked him, and, you know, under Gary Monk, he was a great player. <laughs> he wasn't good, he was great. Yeah. And under Alan Curtis, he's been okay. Yeah. So I think the, cha- the change in regime is Basically, you just swap two players. Gilfie Sigurdsson at the beginning of the year to is what Andre Ayew is now. 
Okay. Yeah. Anybody without else the, from without, uh, without the set pieces? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyone else from Watford? It's been a lot of Ben Watson talk because of the crosses. Yeah, There's Watson. one. Why? Why is Ben Watson more valuable than Andre Ayew? Exactly. Ugh. Well, I mean, he he's, he has scored an Olympico. <laughs> yeah. Did they actually uh, credit that as an Olympico? No. It was a. Yeah, it was an own goal. Own goal, right? Yeah. Unfortunate, yeah, especially on near so near kiss a ginger day. <laughs> At least he still got the cross. Indeed, uh, he did. Get, whatever. <laughs> so, so pointless. Uh, Alan Neon. Alan Neon may make an appearance on people's lineups. Hmm. Not so, mine. Yeah, I, I mean, he's expensive now. Yeah, he That's is. The problem. People know who he is. Yeah. Um, I think Nathan Ake will be back too. He served yeah. his three match ban. <laughs> Guess who had him on the weekend? He got his red card. <laughs> <laughs> he's good though. He's good. I, I think he's going to be the best. I think he's the best left back Chelsea has. Yeah. That's that. That's the way I'll put it. Okay. I. I you know, I'm. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, he. He should be back at Chelsea next season. And playing. Uh. But other. Than, I mean, go back to me, Gomi. No. 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 Think, no. 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 Uh, uh, sorry. He's not even. He's not even a guarantee to play. Would you take Troy Deeney or Gilfie Sigurdsson? Sigurdsson. But I thought about it. Me too. All right, let's get to our daily dose now, yeah. shall we? Do 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 do. Okay, switching tabs oh, like over. Yeah, right. Switching tabs over to my lineup here. I'm bragging. I'm gonna do again this week, uh, mainly because it's easy. Uh, now. <laughs> Sorry, easy not like easy the game, but easy to fill out a lineup. The the UI is very good. That's the technology guy. Anyway, I'm getting off base. Let's get back on track. All right, I will start off here. I have in my lineup. Good lord, I can't even see it anymore. Good, I'll go uh, first. Yes, I do. started off uh, with. I mentioned earlier, I had uh, Archer Boric as my goalkeeper, but I had some money left over, so. I was able to upgrade to Hugo Lloris, which we're playing the full day Sunday slate so that he's on it. But if I was playing the 10 o'clock on, I'd play Boric. Um, I coupled him with Ben Davies at 3,100. I have Adam Smith at 3,300 playing at home against Norwich. Uh, I wrote about Smith for the Tuesday slate, and he disappointed significantly, but I think he bounces back. And I have 2,700 for Ally Sissoko, who had six crosses and six interceptions and a shot uh, against Crystal Palace this week for 13 DraftKings points at a $2,400 salary. So he went up to 27, which I think is still a steal for a fullback who's getting involved. So uh, Adam Smith, let's talk about him really. Please. If I told you that he hasn't had more than three crosses in a game in the last 10, what would you say? I, I knew that because I wrote about it. I was I specifically like him because the because he basically has double digit upside without having to rely on getting ten crosses. And so if he gets three or four, you're you're now getting into the thirteen to fifteen point range, which is still fantastic for a guy who's thirty three hundred bucks. All right. You don't need Fair the crosses enough. from him. He's one of those rare very rare players who can Eric Peters is another, uh, except Peters is usually much more expensive. Indeed and Smith takes some shots. I mean, he has up to like six tackles in, in a game. Um, he doesn't foul a lot. He draws fouls. So it's like they're, he's got very strong fantasy totals without having to rely on crosses. And maybe there's just a little bit of spite in there on my side because I hate crosses so much. But like, 
if he if he sends in three or four crosses, then you're now up to 13 and 14 points. Are you ready for something really rare? Please. I took not one, but two defenders with 4,000 4, or more. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. So I have Casper Schmeichel at 3,800. Mm-hmm. Uh, Villa is not going to do that twice. No. Uh, <laughs> or at least not twice in a row. All right. Um, and Leicester have actually sneaky good defensively of late. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. I have Christian Fuchs in my ESPN team, which worked out well. I was just about to say, I also picked Christian Fuchs at 4,200 because he can get all sorts of points, maybe even a clean sheet this time. Yep. And I took... He got a midweek one. um, Just against against Tottenham, no less. Uh, I also took uh, Cedric Suarez, Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. has been above 11 points for the past, I believe, seven games. Yeah. Uh, You know, (laughs) juicing the orange. I may be too late. (laughs) No, he's just... He's as he's consistent just good. as they come. He's just yeah. good. Uh, and I also have Ben Davies as well at 3,100. Yeah. That's where I saved money. Where I, That's where usually is the max that I spend money mm-hmm. on mid, uh, defenders, uh, which did limit my midfield selection, which I'll get to now. I built my lineup around Dimitri Payet. Mm-hmm. He was the first person on the sheet at 6,700. That's not as much as it should be. I agree. Still think I wrote that too. He should be 8,000. On the other side of that game, I took John Joe Shelby at 4,500. Love it. There is way too much value to be had there. I, if he doesn't start, then I got to change around my They whole should be time. relegated immediately if he doesn't start. Uh, he should. Junior Stanislas at at 5000, I think there's like I said during the uh um uh, during the the actual meat of the show, uh, I was saying, you know, Junior Stanislas, I think there's options there for Burnmouth and I think he actually has a chance to score even. I think he's going to take the corners too if Richie's out. Exactly. Uh and I actually have two midfielders in the utility spot as well because like i said i took way too much money on defenders uh i have delhi alley at 5500 he's still steadily rising in price but mm-hmm. it's not high enough especially not against sunderland and i also took nathan redmond from norwich yeah, of course you did. again he has to start which yeah. is the one key problem with taking nathan redmond he's not a guaranteed start but at 4000 uh, it's a really good opportunity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that i like that all um i went with uh James McLean at 4,000. I uh, thought about it. I went, thought about him and Redmond. Yep. Uh, I have Michael Antonio at 3,900, which is one that that's probably the one I'm most hesitant about, but he's been, he scored double digit points in four of his last five. That's juicing the orange. Um, and five of his last six as well. That's, so you, you, you got it. Well, well, strike while the iron is hot. That's another cliche for that. <laughs> um, I, Paid fifty six hundred for Eric Lamella, thinking that most people would be on fifty five hundred dollar Delhi Ali. Uh, Lamella had sixteen crosses on when was that Monday? Yesterday, Wednesday, and yep. I think he's going to keep taking the corners now that Erickson doesn't take them. So I think Tottenham will be attacking all the time, and so there'll be, you know, I've, hopefully plenty of corners. I, I I really wanted to take. Lamella, because I looked at those numbers as well. I just have no money left over. Mm-hmm. Well, I had Dele Ali first, and that's yeah. I, I I'm hoping that Lamella basically equals him, but more people have Ali than than Lamella. Yeah. Um. Did I say Jordan Vertu? Nope. Good, but I, I mean, got him. Said, yeah, you said him in the. Yeah, yep. I figured you were gonna have him. Yeah, forty nine hundred. There, I I see no reason not to have him with with how much he does. Uh, and I also have Pi eight sixty seven. So I used to. My two utility spots. My my issue is that I have Antonio and Paye. I mean, a lot of the good forwards are on the Sunday Monday slate. Yeah, there are a um, lot of good forwards are taken up. Yep. Um, and we talked about 
Aguero before we and how neither of us took yeah. him. Yeah, eighty five hundred is too much. Yes, um, Lukaku's at eighty one, but neither of us wanted him at Stamford Bridge. Yep. Uh, nobody wants to take a broken seventy one hundred dollar Vardy, although playing at Aston Villa might be the time to do it. I, I was t- more tempted to take the sixty five hundred Diego Costa. I was just about saying Costa's sixty five. I was wondering if you took him. I was I was thinking about it, but I did. I didn't have enough money. I passed on Raheem Sterling also, who, as I mentioned before the podcast, you had yeah. the most shots of anybody in game week twenty one. Yeah. Uh, again, like, yeah. I mean, this, this team is subject to change more than most for me mm-hmm. because I did, I employed a strategy I don't typically like. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see how the lineup shake out. Mm-hmm. So before I make any final decisions, as you always should. Uh, but this one may change more than usual. Uh, and I'll just let me just round off by saying the forward I did take because I only spent eighty five hundred dollars total mm-hmm. on forwards. And I took uh, Shane Long and Andrew Valencia. I see no mm-hmm. reason not to take them both. I like both of those a lot. Because uh, last week, uh, you, uh, those are usually my utility slot guys, those $44, $4,500 strikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't have the money. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I The only reason I wouldn't go with Valencia is because I have Antonio and Payet as well. And I feel like that's a lot of West Ham. <laughs> That's too even much. Though, even though they're at Newcastle. Yeah, that's too uh, much. The only way, the only, if, the, if, if Victor Moses were healthy, then I would say, yeah, that's okay to take three West Ham players, but he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that. That was a very good call on your part. Um, I went with $7,600 Harry Kane, who I guess I would have to re redo this if I was playing the 10 o'clock slate since he's not there. But um, I also paid 3700 for Benicophobia. I just thought... I thought about it. There were too. so many... He had very clear opportunities to score last week and i think he'd be able to convert them this week against norwich yeah and well i mean but iturbe is now going to factor more i thought about taking iturbe also but i think he's going to play behind him i think if is going to lead that line and um i i just liked what i saw last week yeah yeah simple as that i think he had one point yeah you, you may see me starting you may see yeah. me drop you know cedric for Matt Target, if Target plays again. The Target will be in every lineup I have if he starts. Because yeah, no at 2,200, that's just, you, yep. you got to keep your eye out for that. Every single one. Yeah. It, it's, and I don't know what, another thing to look out for, maybe not this week because they play against Chelsea, but the right back situation at Everton. John Stones. Yeah, that's not, that's not I, helpful. That's not helpful. It's just not. Yeah. And I mean, it's great that Jagielka is back. Um, you know, especially if he partners with Stones or with the but Stones at right back is it, no, no. Uh, you're ruining his development as one of the premier center backs in England. Mm-hmm. So it's short term. Well, I understand, but something to I mean, I, I mean, I would even say, hey, play Brian Oviedo out there. Oof. I don't know why they don't just give Yalloway a run there. Yeah, we'll see. I, 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 Everton, Ever, I mean, Everton defensively, I'm not really saying you should take them ever. But, but, but I, I mean, this week is too hard to predict. But, you know, was there someone that you were, you know, one of those high price guys you really wish you could have had? The only one that I really considered was Mares. Really? And, yeah. I, because we kept kind of saying last well. week was, if Vardy's out, we wouldn't consider Mares. And since Vardy's playing, um, I I feel like they should be able to do it. And they're playing at you know against Aston Villa. That's 
we would take that it, if it was a month ago you would jump all over that right you'd build a lineup around Mares. yeah probably. you specifically but, too yeah because he's worth two players yeah so I'm so he's the one that I considered because I think there's still if Vardy's on the field there's still that team yeah I, would say, I, I, I was going to say De Bruyne yeah yep he was probably yeah. right next to him yeah he is eighty three hundred versus eighty four right uh, but. It, I really wanted De Bruyne this week. I just couldn't. I had to. I had to, especially because of the price difference. I had to drop down to Paye. And if I had to take a guess, most people did that too. Oh, I assume so. I, I think you're going to see a, you know, something like a forty percent own rate at least for Dimitri Paye this weekend, right? I would think so. I mean, you may see something crazy like seventy. I was going to say maybe even higher. He yeah, should. I, he's in that Mares De Bruyne range, talent wise or upside wise. It's amazing that he's on West Ham, isn't it? It really is. It really is. Uh, I mean, West Ham get the new stadium next year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they may have a, they may be flush with cash. Um, man, that's a great piece to build around. They, they're good. They need to basically get rid of Candy Carroll, though. I think they need <laughs> to stop th- thinking that he can be around long enough to help them. I agree. I agree. <sighs> Well, at least I, I'm just glad you're around to help me out because, especially today, uh, I, you know, I was definitely more mediocre than usual. You, as always, are amazing, <laughs> except at beating me because I bleed you now two to one in our head-to-head. Yeah. Uh, I'm very proud of my victories, and I hope to continue it this week. Uh, so, good luck to you, and I hope you score 1.5 fewer points than me every week. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll catch you next time on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG 13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.